Welcome listeners to PPSM Baby Brain, everything that meets at that crosshairs of childbearing and mental health. With me is Todd Archibald, the Chief Executive Officer of Prairie Care. Today, we're going to have a conversation about the PAL line, the Perinatal Psychiatric Assistance Line. And we're hoping to have a better understanding of what that is, how it came to be, and how we can connect people to using this wonderful resource. So welcome, Todd. Thanks for having me, Sam. I'm excited to share. Todd, you've been a great supporter and advocate for PPSM, and you were actually quite instrumental in getting the perinatal PAL line here in Minnesota. We're going to talk a little bit more about how that came to be, but first, can you give us a general idea about what the PAL line is? Yeah, so the psychiatric assistance line has been available here in Minnesota since about 2012. And the three main services that we offer is, is first and foremost, access to quick psychiatric consultation. And this could be for uh, a patient of, of any age, really any condition. We have psychiatrists and triage social workers available for any other healthcare provider to, to kind of do a curbside consultation, get some specific uh, guidance on a case. Uh, the second thing we do is we help connect uh, those providers and patients to mental health resources in the community. So not only helping with the specific case, but then helping with the next steps. You know, what are the other clinical services that, that can be helpful in, in providing support? And then really the last thing is, is we're also offering a lot of community education. We do quarterly trainings. Uh, now we're doing them online uh, to any healthcare provider to not only be available again for the consultation, but then hopefully give them the information, tools, and education they need uh, to become more confident and kind of stronger in the future, uh, managing more uh, mental health cases. You mentioned kind of a curbside consultation. How do you think the PAL line has changed how we do have psychiatric consultations in the state of Minnesota? You know, I think it's been a, a really exciting transformation in making this more of a formal service. Um, throughout healthcare for, for generations, you know, every clinician has their network of, of uh, experts in various areas that they've been able to, to chat with. And we've been able to now formalize that in a way that makes us accessible uh, by phone, by website. Uh, you can email us, you can schedule your own time. So it's really convenient. And we have the professionals standing by and, and this is what they do all day long. Uh, so it's really been a way to, to formalize this experience um, and make sure we're at hand when, when folks need us. Um, we're now um, one of about 25 states in the nation that have some type of psychiatric consultation service. So we're really excited to be able to offer that. I think the version that, that we have here, the psychiatric assistance line, has been particularly convenient uh, and well-received here in the state of Minnesota. And, and I really you know, refer to PAL as kind of our service as a state, although Prairie Care offers kind of the clinical engine and, and staff behind it. It's a partnership with the, the Minnesota Community Mental Health Fund, the Department of Human Services. And of course, it only works if, if it's being well-received by our, our clinical communities, our medical communities. And it really has been. So we've been really excited to build a formal framework that's been been so well embraced by, by clinicians throughout the state. I don't know if you remember our first conversation, but I have to tell you that I was pretty nervous preparing for that. We had spent months at PPSM trying to find a way because we knew that there was a gap in care. The perinatal population wasn't getting the psychiatric care that they needed. It was kind of this uh, dyad that the obstetric community didn't want to prescribe psychiatric medications because the patient was pregnant and the psychiatric team didn't want to prescribe the psychiatric medications because the patient was pregnant. We had been working with a woman by the name of Jamie 
Ballisto. She was an advocate out of Massachusetts, and she was actually one of the women that were responsible for getting the MCPAP, um, which is the MCPAP for moms out of the state of Massachusetts up and running. Jamie really guided us to follow the money to find out where that grant went. And that's how we stumbled upon the Prairie Care and the Minnesota PAL line. I made sure then that first time that I had all of my questions written out very succinctly and that I didn't waste a very single second of it. And then you invited us, our whole crew, um, I don't know if you remember that first meeting, but it was Lisa Cross and Crystal Clancy, Maureen Campion, Allison Peterson, and myself. And we felt like we walked out with the golden egg. I have to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went in asking for this resource to, to be able to tag PPSM onto what was already established. And we walked out with not only having a way to make that happen, but also, as you mentioned, the PAL line does a lot of community education. And so we, for the first time, were able to get a continuing certified medical education on perinatal mental health throughout the whole state of Minnesota. So I have to tell you, we felt like we were elated when we left your office. Well, I, I appreciate hearing that backstory. I was I was not aware. I, I do remember that first meeting quite vividly with, with yourself and, and Lisa and Crystal. And if you were nervous, I will tell you it came off as excitement and passion. And I, I think that's probably where we connected on this. I think similarly, Prairie Care was so quick to get on board with the concept of the psychiatric assistance line because it just made so much sense. And, you know, people have talked about this uh, service as being innovative and, and uh, kind of trailblazing. And in my mind, it's, it's really fundamental. And while I appreciate the, the, the kudos, um, it's just kind of a core service that really ought to be available. And during that initial meeting, I, I looked at what we had, the infrastructure of the psychiatric assistance line, the passion that we brought to the table, the clinical expertise, and I saw the same thing in all of you. And it really seemed like, uh, um, you know, birds of a, birds of a flock when, when you consider the synergy in putting together the mission of PPSM, the mission of the psychiatric assistance line, leveraging that same infrastructure to bring these, these same levels of, of expertise that you and your colleagues bring for those struggling with, with prenatal, perinatal, postpartum conditions to, to our service. So I appreciate hearing that backstory. And, and it's, it's been, I think, a, a mutually satisfying, if you will, um, endeavor that we've been able to, to embark on here. So that's, uh, that's really neat. I have been one of the providers that answer the phone call when it comes in for the perinatal PAL line, and I have a great opportunity to get all of those accolades for the service that we're providing. As being in the leadership role, do you ever get to hear those? Sure. You know, I, I meet with our team of, of clinicians, our psychiatrists, our, our partners, the community who help support this, our, our therapists quite often, and, and I do hear a lot of the themes uh, you know, the types of, of consultations that are being provided, but I, I don't hear about the individual cases necessarily. Um, but on a larger level, we, we, we've received both local recognition from the Minnesota Hospital Association, from health partners, from the Business Journal, but also on a national level. Uh, a year ago, we were recognized by the American Psychiatric Association. We received the Community Gold Award uh, for innovations in healthcare. And again, I go back to, you know, being very flattered by hearing that this is really considered an innovation, even though I think it's really just a core service that ought to be offered. And when we we talk with colleagues at, at kind of a higher level systems perspective and, and on this national stage, it's really flattering to hear how um, really in kind of shock and awe people are of what we've developed. And again, I feel as though we were the group that had the passion to connect the dots 
to build a simple infrastructure, put the smart clinicians behind it with the passion to offer a convenient service to those who need it. And uh, people are really smitten by that. And again, I, I bring it back to, you know, we as the state of Minnesota have really done this extraordinarily well, I think, in other areas. Uh, maybe they don't have the collaboration. The state um, officials haven't been able to find ways to support the funding. And the medical clinical community hasn't really embraced the notion of picking up a phone and calling a colleague across town to get help on a very specific case. Uh, so it's, it's been very flattering. And we have been able to get the kind of the response in, on that level, which has been, been really exciting. I think that has to do with the ease of accessing the service. So what I've gotten as provider feedback is that people can just go to the website and they can click a button, they can schedule a time and they get a phone call and it makes it very convenient as opposed to feeling like I think they have to take multiple steps to gain access to that consultation. And that's been something that we've really focused on as one of our top priorities for the service is really the ease of access and really making sure that clinicians calling in have a really good experience. Um, the team we have on our end, we love what we do. It's really neat to work with those in the community again to get some of those warm fuzzies, the responses from from helping them through a, a difficult case and being there at the time that they need us. Um, but making sure that after that consultation that those clinicians hang up the phone or get off the line and know that, wow, that was easy. It was friendly. I learned something and I'm helping my patient right now. That's how we get them to call back. And that's how we get this to be sustainable and truly begin to start transforming uh, the culture around mental health and the impact that primary care providers can have. There's still a lot of people within the state of Minnesota that are unaware of what service this provides. What do you think that we at PPSM, our listeners, and just the state in general can do to facilitate an increase in usage? Sure. The, the most powerful thing we found is simply word of mouth. Every, every month, every year that goes by, more and more people seem to hear about the service. And once people have experience accessing the service and connecting with us, they almost always call back. Most of our callers are, are uh, folks we've worked with in the past, which is, I think, again, a testament to our, our customer service. We have tried some more traditional marketing, everything from doing things online and, and ads and journals and so forth. And we know in general, from a marketing standpoint, you often have to get your message in front of people about seven different times, seven different ways. And that's really difficult with uh, busy clinicians in primary care and hospital settings. So we try to be very steadfast with our messaging. We want to make sure people have a great experience. Our trainings have been a really powerful way to bring people into our environment and share with them our passion and what we're doing. And then we just hope that they're sharing that with their colleagues as well. We're in this time period where a lot of things are being completed online or telemedicine. What kind of an impact do you think the pandemic has had on the call volume, if any, at the Pell line? Sure. You know, interestingly, last spring, um, late March, early April, we almost immediately saw an increase in our phone calls. And I think a lot of it was the panic, the angst, the existential threat of what this pandemic might mean to individuals. Uh, so we did see a pretty significant uptick right away. Um, the following months were relatively quiet. Of course, most businesses and even healthcare providers, primary healthcare, were, were restricted, if not kind of shut down for a while. But this last fall, we've seen our call volumes um, increase by about 30%. In fact, we had one of the busiest quarters. Uh, the last quarter of 2020 than we've ever seen with the call line. And they've been very appropriate consultations. As, as we've seen in mental health in general, 
both the complexity and intensity of mental health conditions that we've been seeing in the last several months uh, have, have been quite extraordinary and, and the demand is, is definitely increased. And the same, the same goes for the psychiatric assistance line as well, uh, a, a significant increase there. I think the, the way we've made our service so convenient, I think the, our people's ability to call in and access us online has actually been more convenient than televideo, uh, believe it or not. And again, in those primary care settings where, uh, let's say, a pediatrician is running between appointments, it's actually far easier to quick pick up a phone, make a phone call to us, and in five minutes get the information you need than to schedule a video appointment. So we don't do much by televideo, and although telehealth, I think, has is, is, uh, definitely increased people's comfort level in providing care electronically, I don't know that it's going to really impact us uh, as far as the way we're delivering care into the future. But we've definitely, again, seen a significant increase in demand uh, throughout the pandemic. Thank you very much for your time today, Todd. Is there anything that you want to leave us with in regards to either perinatal mental health or the PAL line or things that we can do to help advocate for more support in our system? Sam, I, I first of all, I appreciate the partnership and I appreciate everything that you in particular and, and the entire team of volunteers at PPSM are doing. It's it's a very special service you're offering. It's something just like all things in mental health, we need to create more awareness of. Um, I wish people were, were more comfortable in general reaching out uh, when they had um, concerns about anxiety, about um, loneliness, about depression and other things. And, and the same is absolutely true of, of new and expecting mothers and, and dads alike. So keep doing what you're doing. We're big fans and uh, hopefully we can continue to, to raise awareness together and, and build a stronger community. Great. Thank you so much, Todd. Thank you, Sam. The perinatal PAL line can be accessed in the state of Minnesota the same way the psychiatric assistance line is. Any prescribing provider can request a case consultation by contacting them at mnpsychconsult.com or calling them at 855-431-6468. Initial cases are triaged by a social worker and the specialist consultation is set up typically within a few hours of the request.